Attention. Attention. This is not a self-help podcast. I'm very excited about this episode today because we have one of the finalists from The Circle, which if you didn't know, you know, the reality TV show on Netflix where people basically live their best social media life and try to win $100,000. We have Courtney. Hello. What's Hello. going on? Oh my gosh, that was the best. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so silly. I apologize in advance. No, don't worry. Be silly. You came on the podcast right on time, like a true professional host. And I'm like, I've got to go 30 minutes. Like, who the fuck would want to do an interview with me? This is my question. I don't understand. Me. I've got time for you, girl. If you got 30 minutes or less, I got it for you, like a pizza. You Deliver. are in 30 minutes or less. You are a gem. Okay. You know what? With Courtney today, we're going to do my tip of the week. I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend. So I am the queen of buying random shit on Amazon that no one cares about, no one needs, but somehow everyone ends up buying because they just have so much cool shit and I can't stop myself. And now my house is filled with shit and it's not going to stop. So the first thing I have is this little item, which if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see what it is. Courtney, you can see what it is, but I'm sure you have no idea what this is. Or I'm if like, you what is that? If you do know what this is, you've been watching too many TikToks. I don't know what that is. It looks like a like a pink smoke detector. Almost. It's a little pink vacuum for your laptop and your desk. Because if you are like me and you work, eat, sleep, drink at your desk and you always have crumbs on your laptop or on your desk, this little device just makes sure it just keeps everything clean. It is the Taihu Miniature Pink Vacuum. Desk vacuum, desktop vacuum. <laughs> Whoa. I've never seen that before. That's yeah, I cute, can't though. believe it. <laughs> it's cute. It's like so wild that that's made in a thing, but like I kind of like it. Do you know what I mean? It has these little bristles so you can really get in there and your laptop, like your keyboard, everything. And it just keeps everything clean. You know what I mean? And as much as I am a hot mess and I do eat at my desk and do all the things, I'm also a bit of a neat freak. So I, I, I need this. It sounds essential to me. And I like how it looks aesthetically. If it's like, right, if your aesthetic is like cute and pink and soft and chic, this is for you. I mean, can we look at all my items? They're all pink. Like, <laughs> You know what? I hate that I'm a pink girl as well because pink girls fucking bug me. But somehow I just ended up being that way. And it's kind of ruining my life. But also it makes it better when I can buy these little pink items. Do you want to let us know what your tip of the week is? Yes. Okay. So... I've recently gotten back into working out because obviously we were all in quarantine and I love a good snack or 60. So in order to get my heart rate really pumping, my legs really moving on the treadmill when I'm running for my life, because I'm still chasing that summer body in the midst of summer, I like to turn on my new favorite jam of the moment. And that song is called Twerculator by the City Girls. Wait, um, can, can you play it for us? Twerculator, oh. that's like the best word I've ever heard. Oh my god. Oh yes, girl. Hang on. It's time for the twerculator. I'ma shake my mama gave me. I'ma shake my money maker. 
It just really gets me pumped up. It really makes me feel like a horror movie villain is chasing me. Um, I love it. What kind of workouts are you doing? This is some hardcore shit. Like you must be schwitzing at the end of this. I am literally drenched in sweat. It looks like I jumped in the pool because I've literally run a full mile full on. Okay. Well, as someone (laughs) who's never worked out regularly a day in her life. I really respect that. I actually really admire you for it because, you know, the workout life, I've really, really tried. It's never going to work for me. I, you know what? The jiggly bum will stay jiggly. The jiggly arms will stay jiggly. Like I just don't give a fuck anymore. And I really admire, appreciate people who stick to, you know, workout routine. Listen, if you love your life, I love it too. That's all that matters. It's your life to live, girl. I mean, most of the time I hate my life, but what can I do? Sometimes you don't have a choice. (laughs) I hate so many things, including my life. Um, Let's talk about the circle. This is why I want you here. Also, Courtney, people don't know, but you are an entertainment host. You actually work for one of the platforms. We basically had, do you still have this career? You still do it, right? I do it, but I do it on my own because where I used to work is no longer. Oh As my February, God. Are you joking? Sorry, this I, I'm like. Sh- that's the real tea. Sip that, girl. <laughs> okay. Well, th- so I was working for one of their competitors. So mm-hmm. essentially, we really had the same career hosting on online platforms, you know, that got a lot of views. We got a lot of red carpets. I don't know if you guys did red carpets. I did a lot of red carpets. I didn't do no red carpets, girl. I was in the studio and that was about it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, at le- they didn't even give you the fun p- part of it, which, by the way, the red carpets did kind of get boring in the end because everyone says the same thing we're like a big happy family and i love being on set bitch you don't like anyone you're on set with (laughs) you said i see right through it you said Uh, i see the real tea miss kettle (laughs) can you imagine what is what this interview is gonna be like (laughs) (laughs) i'm here for it that's why i agreed to do it (laughs) yes (laughs) <laughs> I wish we could talk for like two hours. This is like a proper party. Um, okay, let's keep it a hundred percent real. Okay, we are both hosts. We see right through the whole LA shit, which is something I really appreciated in you watching the show. You really saw right through. I mean, you didn't know that River was a catfish, but no one can really tell who a catfish is. Really, um, I just felt like you were a very experienced social media user watching this show like you knew how to talk you knew how to speak to people you knew how to get information and you just knew how to handle yourself as well because a lot of people were losing their shit and i was like are you okay (laughs) it was a stressful situation i swear it was a stressful situation i cried y'all didn't see it but i cried when Um, how it was so I no no one made me cry, but I needed to like take a moment from the game to like this is the the first time I'm talking about this. This is the exclusive tea girl. Oh my gosh! Um, I, thank you so much. I'm upset. <laughs> I literally cried. Like I, it's a lot to be on twenty four seven, and there was just like a moment where I was just like I can't. Like I was just like. I need a moment and I had to like go and like talk to like our, our like on, not on set, but like there's like a therapist there that you can speak right. to and it's not filmed. You can take your microphone off. And I just like got in there and I just like broke down because it's a stressful environment because you're not sure of what is real. How, how long does it last? Because you guys don't say, but how long are you in there in this room by yourself? The actual game itself is two weeks. So it's basically like a two week quarantine. 
Yes, on top of the two and a half week quarantine we had when we arrived in England. When you quarantine in the UK, the NHS tells you like, you know, is there any way we can support you with your mental health, your mental wellness mm-hmm. while you're quarantining? Like it is actually like makes you batshit crazy. Yeah, but I will be honest, they definitely made sure that we were all okay constantly. Like we right. while we were isolated, I mean, we had like wake up calls like, "Hey, just checking in. How you doing? Do you need groceries? We'll send somebody by to like drop whatever you need off, like let us know." Like it they were all like really making sure that like our well-being was like taken care of. That's lovely of them. How lovely. Mm. The apartments were very cute as well. Let okay, let's keep it a hondo real. You know, there's shows where like I love the show, but I fucking hate everyone on the show, aka mm-hmm. like Vanderpump Rules and things like that. Like I love the show, but I don't like the people on the show. Mm-hmm. With the circle, I didn't particularly like the show, but I liked you on the show and like maybe one or two others on the show. Do you think that watching it you would have enjoyed it as much have had you not been on the show? I think that I would have enjoyed it as much, but I think I would have had a lot of questions because I watch so much reality TV and I have Same. for so long. Same. Um, so like being in it and knowing like stuff, what was stuff that's left out or like hearing comments made. And I'm like, well, to the audience, I know that doesn't make sense. Like little things like that. I, I wish the show could have been like an episode or two longer Right, um, right, right. So that y'all could get the full story. But I think as a fan, I would have enjoyed it. I just would have been confused or fuzzy on some things. I was kind of confused and fuzzy on some things. Are there anything that like you think didn't really make sense to, you know, the the, the viewers watching that you saw and you were like, oh, well, that wouldn't have made sense if you didn't know the the other side to the story? I think there was a comment made by Delisa near the end of the show where she said, Uh, Like, well, me and Courtney have this camaraderie and like y'all never saw that. And then even during when me and uh, River were deliberating about who to send home. (coughs) Sorry. I I had said uh, you uh, I like Trevor. I I really like him. But like, when did y'all see me ever have an interaction with Trevor where like we were like buddy, buddy? It happened. Like we right. had like a real deep emotional conversation about like my dad and the fact yes. that I really love the fact that he was a dad. And I wish they would have kept those things in. Yes. But um, for the sake of story, they had to be cut, I believe. Well, you know what? That is kind of what made me not like the show as much as I would have normally. Because this is like all my vibe. It's like reality TV and it's social media. So I should have loved it. But then watching it, I'm like... <laughs> No, but it didn't make sense to me where everyone was like, I really like this person. I really like this person. And all you see is I really like this and people being super, super nice to each other. And I didn't always understand it. And it's one thing that I was very confused about when I was watching it because I was like, listen, why can't you just tell someone I don't fucking like you? Which you kind of did. But that kind of bugged me when watching it. I was like, why can't people just... If, the, if they're already making it known that they don't like a, a person, why are they being nice about it rather than being more upfront about it? Um, I think, and this is my perspective, right? I think that some t- to an extent, the game of the circle is a game about optics. So like we can all be aware that someone doesn't like someone, but once you are 
aggressive or loud or big about it, then it gives the other players a license to place blame. Because I look at the circle as a game of placing blame. That's what I did. You know, I wanted to make them believe Emily was this, Tara Alicia was this, and, and Kat did this. It's about placing blame so that others can rate you low, you know? So that is why it's all about trying to be real as possible while straddling the cutesy, polite kind of fence because optically you still want to be rated high. That's actually a fucking epic answer that you've just given me because that is the one thing that I was so confused about. I was like, surely you are making it known that this person that you don't like this person. And so why does the packaging have to be pretty? But I guess when you're in the situation living it and you see how these people function, not just on what they want to show us, it's a summary that they're showing us. The optics are very, very, very different. Exactly. It's like, um, and not even to even get deep into this because I've exhausted this. It's like speaking about optics. When Savannah came to see me, she fully explained why she saved Trevor. And it was because they had had that conversation and whatever. And I was like, oh, I understand that. But optically to the girls, it looked like a betrayal. You get what I'm saying? Because it's not like, what if Savannah didn't have the chance, which she didn't, to speak to the girls to explain that she had that conversation with Trevor, which she didn't. So now it looks bad, you know? That makes so much sense to me. And just as much as I was confused by those things, I still kept watching the fucking show. Um, (laughs) It's good. I liked it. (laughs) Well, I wanted to see you win. I wanted to see you win. I was like, some people are just too dumb. And I was like, I, 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 I wanted to see you win and then you didn't win. And then I was like, okay, I really didn't want Trevor to win. No offense. Like, I, no, Why? I, I like, I, there's something about the catfish that I just can't get over. Like, I like the person. I like Trevor. I did like, you know, Trevor's wife behind Trevor. And I mm-hmm. like the way she went about things. But mm-hmm. just because she was a catfish, I was like, why can't people win by being themselves? Because we saw that already. What would happen is like if another if another person that was like real or whatever would have won, then who knows? Season three, it could be like people could be like, well, we already know someone genuine is going to win. Like, you know what I mean? We, we got to mix it up. I, I get it. I get it too. But I just wish it wasn't a catfish. Like, I, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like, the catfish is always the villain in your eyes. And you're kind of like, why would you win being a catfish? Like, you, people should be fine just the way they are, which I fucking hate that those people dance like no one's watching. Be just the way you are. Like, I don't like these people. But I did have a little bit more empathy for the people who went as themselves and shared real life experience. And, um, I don't know. That just made me like them more. I can't like someone more if I don't get to know them. And I feel like with the people that were real, you got to know them as you were watching on your screen, but you also got to know them with the interactions they had with each other. When you watch someone lying through all of their interactions, it just makes you like them less. Well, some people could say that about me. And people did say that about me, that I was being fake in my interactions. I think that everyone was slightly fake in their interactions, but it's the game, right? But I feel Mm -hmm. like I don't think you were fake with your interactions. I feel like when that other guy, I can't remember, muscle guy, tried to like... Mitch. Yeah, Mitch, whatever. (laughs) Mitch tried to befriend you. I don't think you were fake. I think you were like, no. (laughs) I was. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, you don't have to be like, fuck you, bitch. But like, I yeah. just thought that you were just, you just stood your ground and you were like, no. It was just kind of like, well, I'm so sorry to hear that, but keep your head up. So who was saying that you were faking your interactions? Because like you kind of have to. It's like on a dating app. You swipe someone on a dating app. You have to be like, hey, how's your weekend? In reality, I'm being fake. I don't give a fuck about your weekend. But getting to know someone on a dating app, there is an element of fakeness, but it doesn't mean that you were being fake. I feel you. Why were people saying that you're fake? I think because to... To camera, I would say things like, um, Emily is the snake or like, she's so snaky. But then people would say, well, you're being snaky by not being forthcoming by being like, I think you're fake, which to me would be dumb because it's a game of strategy. So why would I do that? Um, but there's a difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's a difference between telling someone you don't like them and telling someone that you're suspicious of them being fake, because if you let them know, they'll block you. So, and they'll rate you badly. So I think people need to understand the difference between honesty and strategy. And when you're in a fucking game, I do understand that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, to these people, send you send them the clip of this podcast so they can really <laughs> understand. Um, <laughs> did you think that Chloe was real when you saw her photo? Like you obviously had watched her to, ha- to handle. Nope. And I thought she was a catfish up until Savannah came and told me, wake up like she's like we're on netflix she literally was like we're on netflix like she's for real here that is her like i just she said savannah said to me i just watched the show in isolation before we got into the game like she's definitely real and as soon as she said that like i had a document with notes as to why i thought she was catfish and i crossed it out and i wrote chloe is the queen oh my gosh because i was already like kind of aligned with her but i was still kind of like i don't but once savannah was like no that's just how she is i I was like okay i'm riding with her because that's just her personality i don't need to be like afraid or intimidated by her little did you know little did you know your bestie any sign no signs that he was a catfish to be 100% honest, I didn't care. Like, they, they, I was being asked, like, what if, what if, what? And I was like, girl, I, w- I remember, I'm sure they were like, oh, God. Like, because I was like, I don't care. Me and River are going to the finals. Like, I was saying that at least by, like, episode. By the time we had a block terror I was like, I don't care. Me and River are going to the finals. I don't care who we have to trample to get, who's in our way. They're going to wind up on the hit list. I don't care. Me and River, mm-hmm, top two, get ready. Like, that's all I kept saying. So I honestly didn't care. It never was... I don't know. <laughs> I, I love you. Just when you're just as you're, you're only as old as you look. Vibes. If, she, if he if he looks fucking thirty five, he's thirty five. He's fucking thirty five. He's fucking thirty five. <laughs> it's like you know me when I fancy like ninety year old TikTokers and I just tell myself they're thirty five. They're fucking thirty five. <laughs> you are hilarious. <laughs> I should really chill. Like I'm getting a bit schwitzy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> something really I, I hate to get fucking deep on the podcast let me tell you let me like no get deep know. i'm that person yeah no i'm not that person but you know what i'm gonna do it for you you spoke about you know having a sick parent um ste- uh, step parent mm-hmm. if if i'm right and you know 
as someone who is experiencing a similar thing right now, which I've never, ever said on the podcast before, and I've actually taken a huge break from the podcast for that reason. Mm. Um, a lot of people, you know, can look at this and say, you know, people, he's just using this as a story, whatever, because, you know, when you go on the show, people like, you know, the, the underdog and someone that has a sad story, but as a host and someone who performs, I know how difficult it is for someone like you who works in the same industry as me to actually open up about something like that on TV. So I kind of wanted to ask you, like, did you intend on saying something like what what were you, what were you thinking in that moment when you actually because I know you said it on TV, they didn't show it, but then you said it again and they showed it. I said it initially to Trevor because it was I don't it's nothing is like intentional but there always seems to be like a perfect storm when it comes to like your emotions and this like being on tv shit so like i'm sitting there and like throughout the day i've just been like you know talking out loud about how i don't know how i'm going to connect with trevor and i'm intimidated by trevor and he needs to get out because i'm never going to be able to connect with him and then i forget what activity or what game it was but delisa had said something about being so proud of um being a father and uh you know his daughter and this that and the third and i said i had to check myself and i had to say you know what it is i'm jealous because my biological dad left me and has no idea that i'm even doing this and how ridiculous it is for him to miss out on this. Meanwhile, this dad's up on worldwide TV, worldwide premiere we had, talking about how proud he is of his daughter every single chance that he can get, not realizing that obviously it was part of the strategy and I'm just emotionally yes. caught up. But that's how I was looking at it in the confines. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I need to talk to Trevor and I need to be honest and just real. And maybe that's how we'll connect. And I was just honest. I spoke about my stepdad, my biological dad. And, yeah. you know, I wish that would have like that. You know what? It, it Because because I think I was intended to look so strategic and cold and heartless. Those moments were left out. And as someone that watches reality TV, I so get it because i'm the person that's like oh you're you're a bitch and you can't say you can't blame it on the edit and blah 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 but like i as a, i get it now i so get it and i was annoying as a stand before like you know actually i love the bitch on reality tv and part of the reason why i loved you is because you were the bitch on reality tv but like the cool <laughs> one the funny one but then you know when you spoke about this i was like myself and the rest of the bitches on reality tv probably have something in common so i don't know for me it was kind of like it's I don't know I could really relate to it because I'm usually the one who's like bitch 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 all the time always on knows what to do social media strategic and then you had that moment where you were kind of vulnerable and this is kind of how I felt throughout my career because I was always fine 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 and then I hit a point where I wasn't fine. And I just really admired you from doing this because for people like us as I said who entertain who perform did you like almost forget that the cameras were there when you started talking about this? Yes. It's, it's weird because you, it's, I almost feel like dumb and extra for like being honest. Cause it really is my truth. But like when you are being vulnerable 
in a different country on a bed you've only sat on for like three days and this whole entire setup is new and foreign you really do forget that like the cameras are all pointed on you and that you know there's a producer like all of it just it's just you and whoever you're talking to through the screen and i'm sure it's the same experience for them on the other side because it really does become like your own world mm. What I really wanted to know about you is because you were a host like me and our day job was to get in front of a camera and be like, Kylie Jenner did this and Kyle Richards from Real Housewives did this and, you know, Chrissy Teigen did that. And I want to know how it makes you feel about your career being on the other side, being the reality TV personality that's on the other side. Um, do you feel like you've learned something? Cause I've never been on a reality show, but I already know that I would be the most hated person on a reality <laughs> show. I just kind of want to know if you've like learned anything from it because I don't know. I always thought to myself as a host, if I ever ended up being on the other side, I would fucking hate people like me. To be 100% honest and transparent, I haven't returned to my own live show to talk about celebrities since like the second week of the show when I started getting all of the hate. And it's because I needed to, and I'm still in, I know I need to like, you know, really just get back into it. It's because I needed to take a moment and like look at myself and be like, hmm, how am I going to do this in a way that's not going to fuck up someone's mental health? Because you swear on your life that it's easy to unplug until you see a post that says, does anyone else dislike Courtney? Doesn't he suck? And it has 200 comments of everyone agreeing. I swear to God, right before the show, I was like, girl, because mm, there was another contestant uh, over in the UK uh, named Manrika, who I love. She was getting so much hate, so many death threats. And I looked at her, her and I were one in the same. So I was like, oh, they're going to hate my ass. I said, girl, I'm just going to unplug girl. I'm just going to log out, Bloop, log out, girl. And yeah. it was so overwhelming to click hashtag the circle and to see like 90% of the tweets calling me a misogynist, anti-black, I hate women, everything else that's delusional and wrong. Um, but it almost makes you start to like, hold on, am I, do I hate women? Let me, did I, hold on. Like you really, like it's wild. You get what I'm saying? So I needed to yeah. take a moment and really look like when, when I get back to talking about celebrities, how can I do this in a way that I know that should Justin Bieber see this shit, it's not going to fuck up his day. Because I could be having an excellent ass day, do three podcasts, give y'all the tea, work right. on merch line. And the second I open up Twitter or whatever, Reddit, Reddit, they're really nice there. Shout out to them. Or Facebook. Hey. Facebook, shout out to them. And it's just like a Facebook viral post of like, who else hates Courtney? Let's talk about it. And it's like... 300 fucking comments of everyone just completely misunderstanding a situation because it's an edited TV show. And it's like to be misunderstood sucks. Um, so I know that Definitely. when I come back, I'm going to have a different eye with it. I, if it, you know, if it makes you evolve in your career, that's great. I'm still going to probably be the bitch, but you know what? I've no, do that. 
I mean, no, but I, I was curious about this because, you know, as someone who has been, you know, hosting and you you have a podcast and we both have platforms, you do still get hate, but you can kind of step out of it because it's your platform. You have control. Um, you choose what you want to see or not want to see or what you can delete or block or whatever. But when you don't have that control, that's when it can really affect your mental health. So I was actually curious about it because... Now you're making me feel bad about my career. What the no, fuck? No, don't. Be, girl, you better <laughs> bitch it on up. Okay. <laughs> you better off with their heads. <laughs> if I was on the other side, Lord knows what I would do. I'd probably quit podcasting. It's actually quite brave of you to think of like, I'm going to re-strategize because I would be like, I'm deleting that shit. Goodbye. <laughs> it is so easy to do it when it's not you. It's probably the best way I can. You you turn on a YouTube video talking about, oh, commentary on the circle. And it's like, uh, 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 someone's like, oh, I love this person, this person, this person. Ugh. Then we got Courtney. Or why like, are people, why are people giving you so much hate? Like, what is it that they, why do they hate you? You're um, my favorite. It was because the way I look at it is because I went on TV and I wasn't worried about being liked. I just went on TV and wanted to win the money and I didn't care how it looked. I knew that they wanted to, me to be a little kiki girl here and there. And it's just, it just is what it is. Like, I'm sure you can tell I'm rather chill. So yeah. like, you know what I was giving on the show then. So it's like, people were just, some people just didn't like what I gave. And a lot of, a lot more people did. <laughs> and that's the point for me. I so. mean, as someone who critiques, like dissects reality TV, I was like, that's, that's my person right there. Thank you. Sorry. Um, no, I respected that shit. You were very aware. You were very knowledgeable. You knew how to talk. Like, I really thought you were great. And then I went and actually looked at your hosting stuff and looked at your other stuff because I was intrigued. And I don't do this about most people. Like, I don't know what everyone else is doing. Don't care. <laughs> Focus on yourself. That's how you keep on elevating. Keep, keep that way. Do you know what I mean? What do you want to say to all these haters who are saying those things about you is there a message that you want to come across because this is a very pro courtney episode so if there is a clip that needs to come out of this podcast um talking to these haters saying all these nasty things what is kind of your point of view and your side to the story all i want to say to the people that dislike me on the show is to remind them that it is a show i'm rather chill it's not that deep and me and lee are still besties he literally calls me like every other day. I literally love him. Um, and it, it was just a show. We went there to win the money, but to also give y'all the best show possible. Like at the finale, we were like, oh, bitch, when this come out, we was talking mad shit. Like, wait until this come. Girl, I was talking so much shit about you. Wait until this come out. It was so good. Like, that's how we were. So for it to come out and for people to be like, they hate each other and you hate and they hate and you. Like, it's like, but girl, we're, we were all just like on Zoom, like laughing at y'all the other night. <laughs> yeah, like no, the people who take it personally need to get an actual life. Like if you do realize that this isn't life and this is your life, you're winning. You know what the fuck you're doing. It's all it is. It's all it is. Courtney, it was such a pleasure to have you. I really, really loved interviewing you. The funnest person. Can you let everyone know where they can find you on social and plug all your things that you want them to, want them to look at? You can follow me on Instagram at Courtney Revolution, Twitter and TikTok at Court Revolution and check out my podcast Overheard in the Pantry on Apple, Spotify, where podcasts are heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah.